I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. everyone, I'm Lucas Mackett, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. And I am joined today by my precious and beautiful wife, Lauren. Hi, everyone. Hello. How are you? Good. This is like our annual, becoming our annual tradition, although this is only the second annual. It's true. But uh, before we started recording, Lauren said, what are we going to talk about? I said, I don't know. We're just going to hit record and let it roll. All right. But one of the things I think is... um, fun to talk about. So for the past, I don't know, for me, probably eight years, I've had a word going into a year that's been my theme throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And today you got your word. I did. So last year in 2020, my word was expand Mm -hmm. and everything that I did be it personally or professionally, or even just the podcast I focused on expanding more I went from one podcast a week to two episodes a week. And this year, my word is be. I love it. Simply be. And what I'm looking forward to is the more being Mm -hmm. in the frequency, the vibration, the walking and, and breathing in the love and light that I am going to attract all that I desire. I love that. So that's, uh, that's this year. And what's your word? Um, Well, let me start with my word from last year, which was untethered. I just finished untethered soul and I was so inspired. And, um, I don't know. I kind of had this saying like untether that, that S I can say it. Okay. I kind of had the saying (laughs) untether that shit. And, uh, it's kind of, it morphed into that, which for me meant continuing to let go of attachments and continuing to let go of, um, the way that I think things should be. And anyway, so that was really interesting, especially because 2020 snowballed into quite the year. Yeah. So I thought that was really, um, I don't know, a good word for last year. And then this year, um, I landed on ease, which is very similar to your B word. Um, but ease for me can act kind of like a guidepost, if you will, to, um, when making decisions, um, to take the course that feels the most in flow, that feels the most at ease. Um, I've spent some time listening to and reading um, Abraham Hicks, and it's been a huge inspiration to me and talking about how feelings are our guideposts and our emotional, I'm trying to remember exactly how Abraham says it, um, emotional guidance system, I think. Mm. But anyway, and so um, almost like you course correct. So you take a a path and then depending on if you feel the contrast, if you're feeling things coming up that, um, are not feeling good that you course correct and you move towards something that does feel good. And ease for me is, um, a combination between that. And then also a little bit of 2020s, which is letting go being in ease, being at ease, all is as it should be. Um, and just breathing through it and just, similar to you, like being. Yeah. So I love it. Not trying anymore. Exactly. She's not trying. The, the one thing that 
you know, when we owned our agency and I was working so hard, mm-hmm. I was following all of those accounts and they're still out there on Instagram, all the grind and hustle and those like million millionaire motivator accounts that are all about this, this vibration for me that just doesn't seem to be in the vibration I want to be in. Or do I think the people that are still following that want to be in that vibration? They just mm-hmm. don't know how to get out of it. And it's not about trying harder. It's about being more. It's about yeah. detaching more and going within so that as we amplify from within, mm-hmm. it attracts who we want to attract. It brings who we want to bring. It opens the doors we want open. Um, if we're too big, as far as amplification, we're not going to fit through the small doors that we used to when we play small. And that's right. also a beautiful lesson is to be you fully robustly to be us means that the doors that are meant for us, we'll be able to walk through. Absolutely. It's kind of like you can hang your hat on that. You can have peace on that peace because of that. Yeah. So I, I just want to piggyback off of what you said about kind of like grinding it out and how hard you need like this kind of belief that I feel like is maybe been pretty 3d. I don't know if we can say that for a while, but like, you got to grind hard. You got to work hard. You got to be up at 5am. You got to this and that, and like, you know, give it all. And, um, I think that as we're entering and more light is, you know, flooding the earth. And as we're entering this 5d phase, being at ease, being, being at ease Mm -hmm. combo. Um, but, and also, not being in resistance really about anything. So what is going to come into your life is supposed to be there. What is going to be fading out is supposed to fade out. It's a trust. It's a self-trust that you are safe. You are grounded. You are taken care of no matter what. It's also a trusting like the process. And so letting go of resistance, whether that's like with work and trying so hard or relationships, I have to try so hard instead just being and ease about it. Like it's all, it's all working out, which it is. Hmm. It is. It is. And it always has. Um, yeah. So what, as you begin this year for you, like, what are you most excited about? Oh gosh. That's a good question. Wish I got these questions beforehand. Just kidding. Um, you know what? I just feel like this is such an exciting time to be alive on this earth. I'm excited sort of just to watch the show unfold yeah. um, because through 2020, as we've stayed home so much, it's been really nice to not be out there and have that quiet time to really plug in and ground and connect with self, connect with source, connect with God. And I feel like kind of while doing that, um, I was able just to enjoy the show, if you will. So I think I'm really excited just to watch humanity consciousness elevate. Um, I'm excited about community we're going to meet. I know that we're going to have more community coming into our lives too. Um, And even just the changes that maybe, and little inklings and callings that we feel in our hearts. I'm really excited to hear what those are. And I think the more that you're being, the more that I'm, you know, being in ease, we're going to start hearing that. So I'm excited also to see what changes we're going to make in our own lives as well. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What about you? You know, I'm excited about, um, I really feel this sense of truth reigning, truth, washing truth coming from all areas and just changing the entire planet's paradigm of what's possible. I was talking to, 
um, a good friend of mine who's a co-commander of an Air Force base that you know. And, yeah. and I was talking about that humans have six senses and not five. And I sent him a post that I did. Um, and I'm going to read the post. It actually is, oh, it's 333. Look at that. Love it. 333. Um, but what I sent him uh, was the greatest lie. <laughs> and he just said, I said, one of the greatest lies humans were ever told was that we have only five senses when in truth, we've always had six. And so I think the truth coming out, everyone waking up to that there's more than this materialistic world. The matrix world is such a boring world. And there are things that you can find a little bit of enjoyment in, but overall it's so boring. So once this veil gets removed and everyone sees like, wow, consciousness is the actual greatest joy and pleasure and all these wicked um, systems that keep men, mankind in slavery mm-hmm. get removed and everyone stands in slob- sovereignty and healing and truth. It, I'm just, I'm excited about it. I love that. Yeah. Cause that 3d energy is so dense oh, it's and it's so, so heavy. Yeah. It's like that. You can almost just kind of feel the, I don't know, kind of like we were just saying the grind of it, like, Oh, yeah. but there, yeah, there's, there's so much excitement coming in when it's going to be so much more freedom, like breathe deeper, and I really see it as like a circuit board. 3D world has been a circuit board where you can only move where the pre-described pathways are. Hmm. But in 5D, there are no circuit boards. There's no longer point A to point B binary movement. It's interdimensional movement. It's outer dimensional movement. There's Our minds have yet to con- conceive of what is possible because we've been so stuck on this and that yeah, or this or that. <clears throat> Actually, I was in a meditation and this was more, I remember really well because it was when things were starting to shake loose in 2020 and things were like a lot, a lot unknown, like what's going on, how bad is it going to be all that kind of stuff. And I was in meditation and I just felt like the message came through to completely let go of every paradigm that I've Mm -hmm. ever envisioned and let go of every plan that I had for my life, because I think there's many of us who can say similar to me that in my mind, I kind of thought this is the way it's probably going to go. We're going to probably live in this area and our kids will go to this school and they'll probably go to college around here. And, you know, you and I will do this and then maybe I'll get back into this career. And I kind of had this, like, I don't know, rough draft, if you will, like in my mind. And when you're saying like, can't even conceive truly, like the message was let it all go because Mm -hmm. we have no clue. And that's so exciting too. We have no clue, like what's going to shake out here. So what a time to be alive. Like if you're alive right now, we've talked about this. If you're alive right now, it's because you came for this ascension. Like you're here for it. Yeah. You're supposed to be here for it. So I don't know. Anyway, I wanted to comment though on your sixth sense thing. So would you say that's like the third eye? Yeah, we're all clair, whatever, clairvoyant, clair, whatever like the sentient. Are, sentient. Everyone, everyone is. <clears throat> but when we're told we're only five senses, our minds only stay to the lowest common denominator. But when we're told you have six, when we're told we have six, all of a sudden it awakens consciousness. And what we were talking about, my buddy and I, is all the Galactic Federation of Light that's showing themselves right now mm-hmm. are here to wake us up that there's something more, but the deep state cabal control system of the matrix wants 
people to be afraid of the extraterrestrial, the mm-hmm. unidentified, these non-state approved beings. Yeah. And what that does is if you're afraid of it, then you reject it and don't play with it. But if you understand that there's something more, immediately we lift above this dense, low vibration, fear-based consciousness. Yeah. So yeah, we're all, we all have six senses and that's why, you know, the Hindus put the dot in their forehead so that they remember. That's why the Orthodox Jews put the tefillin right in their forehead. They remember, Mm -hmm. they remember. And God says to put, put the law of hero Israel, the Lord, our God is one. Thou shalt love the Lord, thy God with all the heart, soul, mind, strength in the front line of thy eyes, Mm -hmm. in the third eye to constantly remember that God is love. Mm -hmm. God is love and God is one Mm. and we are one, but we've forgotten that. And so our third eye is so important and that sixth sense of knowing when, if we constantly kept love at the forefront of our being and we've constantly were walking and that's what Orthodox Jews like, you know, rocking, when they the pray, rocking, they yeah. rock, but if they constantly are keeping love, not God, but love because mm-hmm. God is love at the forefront of our mind. Then we know when frequencies come in that are not based in love, we would be more attuned. Humanity would be like, this is control. This is shame. This is guilt. This right. is, this is not of love, but because we're not constantly connected to our third eye, we will be more moving into 5D, but because we've, we're leaving the system that's told us to ignore. I mean, how, I didn't even even know about the pineal gland until this year. Was it this year? Yeah. Well, 2019 or, or late 2019 yeah. or 2020. Yeah. Recently. I want to add to something about that. Yeah. Are you, are you finished? I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. Okay. So it's so interesting talking about keeping it like the focus and being in love. So then it's kind of like a standard, if you will. So mm-hmm. then if something else comes in, you see the contrast or like that's not lining up. Yeah. So, well, why not? I'm just going to go here because it's 2021. <laughs> this is a podcast. We can okay. say whatever we want. <laughs> say whatever we want. Um, so I went to a plant medicine ceremony Yeah. and you go in with an intention and it's really beautiful because you're not there to play. It's not recreation. It's not for like, Oh, this is going to be a fun experience. Yeah, Let's see what goes it. on. Right. It's sacred. It's sacred. It's mm-hmm. there for work mm-hmm. to call you higher, to call you and to be more connected. Anyway. Um, I went in with an intention and anyway, I'll just go into the story. Um, it came up for me that I had a lot of self-betrayal mm. over the years. Um, like shitting on myself constantly, if you will. So not in alignment with what my heart really wanted, with what my soul really wanted. And because I was so disconnected from myself, because striving, right? Trying to prove, trying to, you know, thinking that my own heart and soul, like what I really want is not quote unquote good enough in the world. Um, there was no self-trust because I had betrayed myself over and over again. And I realized, what do you mean by that? Okay. That's a good, like, for example, okay. A great example would just be like saying yes, when you really don't want, and you want to say no, Yeah, that's like the smallest little example, people pleasing. Yeah. Betraying yourself. Um, maybe going into a career that you felt what, that I felt was, because it was like prestigious and had status as opposed to something that I really enjoyed. Enjoyed. Yeah. Um, that's a great, another great example. Mm-hmm. 
So getting back to the point, I realized that it was spiritually holding me back. And I actually, in the ceremony, it was really, really beautiful. I got to forgive myself Mm -hmm. and I got to tell myself that I will choosing forward. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen. I'm going to tune in. I am not going to tell myself self-talk, you know, that's not good enough or that's not enough or whatever it may be this, this narrative that's running. And, um, I realized the more that I'm able to have that self-trust, the more the third eye can open. Mm. And what happens is I think, in my opinion, we Mm. don't have these, we don't have like full utilization of like our sixth sense or whatever our gifting might be, because there's a huge lack of connection with ourselves. Mm. So we can walk more into our gifts, but first the work starts with going within and going back and reconnecting with our true selves and for many people it's buried very very deeply down like it's been so many years that you know that includes sometimes looking at things that you'd rather not look at and what i mean by that is let's say i'm just going to give a hypothetical your parents got divorced when you were 10 and you remember that being a hard time but you're like i'm over it it didn't matter but maybe you've been carrying this chip on your shoulder maybe it made you a little bitter maybe it made your heart a little harder And sometimes it takes going back to that time and softening your edges and allowing yourself to feel what you felt as a child, for example, to have that connection restored within Mm. self. I'm kind of going off in a monologue here, but. No, I think it's beautiful. It made me think the word love uh, or the word Lord means love is supreme. So trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not into your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge love. And love will direct your past. It's that internal, like, what if we just trusted ourselves part so much so that we would listen, we would give other people's intake, we would listen and say, just like that frequency of love, this isn't a line. Yeah. Um, yeah, people don't trust for sure, people lack trust of themselves in that gut. And you know, I if you go back to early podcasts, I talk about the three voices inside of us. We have our minds that are constantly chattering and constantly, that's what untethered soul is about, that we are not our minds. We're not our thoughts. We're the ones that sit in the throne aware of our thoughts, but then we have the calling of our heart and then we have our gut and our gut should align to our heart. Mm -hmm. Our gut affirms like where our hearts have the yearning, but what happens is when we're not heart centered and have the gut to back up our heart, we stay in our mind and we can't hear what our heart says. Mm -hmm. And the mind is based usually in fear if we're not tethered to our heart. And I want to add to that Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm a specialist in olden days being in my mind, seriously, huge (laughs) analyzer. Um, It's because it feels safer in the mind. It, because it feel, it doesn't feel safe to be in the heart. And um, the mind can plan all the scenarios and think through all the details and, and game plan and, you know, have the right things to say in case and blah, 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 blah. And I, I think it really just comes down to not feeling safe. And I don't know where that safety wound comes in. Like, you know, could it be just in our lifetimes? Could it be, um, in other past people's past lives? Like, I don't know. I mean, my whole mind like my whole beliefs, I feel like in 2020 just got blown wide open. Like, hmm. so 
I guess that's what I'm saying by like past lives. I think I used to not believe in that stuff. And now I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the mind feels safer for a lot of people. And so how do you navigate back to feeling safe in the heart? Mm. And so your gut and heart, it do you think the souls in the gut, like more or like souls? And cause I was thinking in my experience, I, I'm not kidding. Like this was my experience. My heart was telling me like, you have betrayed, you have broken so much trust. You have betrayed me so much. And then my soul, but I felt it like, excuse yeah. me. I felt it kind of like in my stomach, if you will. But I thought the soul was supposed to be more in like the pineal gland. No, our gut is our, vo- is our soul's voice. Ah, okay. It's the still small voice. Okay. It's it's very still. Um, Yeah, I know it feels safe. Uh, What is the lyrics I wrote in that song? Oh, that's such a pretty song. Yeah, I know. um, I know it feels safe like no one can see. But the more, but the longer longer you you wait, wait, the less you are free. I know it feels safe like no one can see, but the longer you wait, the less you are free. So it feels safe to stay in their mind, but you're less free every moment you do. Yeah. Um, Can I add something too? Yeah. We're just, we're just flowing here. So we went to the thing that kicked our whole, I think Lucas has mentioned this before, our self-development journey off is ALA, most awesome leadership academy, shout out Ascension Leadership Academy. But one of the things they talk about on one of the weekends is softening your heart, kind of, they go through a process, but one of the sayings I remember them saying is, who broke your heart? When did your heart start to break? And I think it's the human experience. I don't think anyone gets by without having their heart broken, whether it's when you're three or whether it's when you're 13. And usually they were gearing it more towards like the days you were a child and coming into your own rather than like your relationship and maybe yeah. romantic, but when it da- could be when still. your dad didn't come home or yes, show up when he said he was going to, or someone broke a promise to you, you waited or yeah, you know, something happened. So, um, anyway, hmm. I don't know what, what got me there. Oh, I'm just talking unless you're free. I don't know. Heart. Mind, yeah. I don't know. Afraid in your mind. Um, anyway. but one of the things that, <clears throat> I posted earlier this week and, or I don't know when this is going to go live, but our pain, I've heard our pain is our purpose. Turn your pain into your purpose, Mm -hmm. but our pain is really our power. Mm -hmm. That pain, the, the depth of pain is equal to the amount of power that we can bring forth into this world. And when people understand that, when we as a collective understand that our pain, whatever you've gone through, the rejection, the, the, all the stuff that you have toughed out, stuffed in. Yeah the capacity, once you remove that pain by expressing it, crying about it, talking about it, emoting, screaming, just for me, you know, it's like, ah, just letting it out created so much space to receive love and not have to feel guilt and shame, have any authority has become my immense power in this world for every single person. Yeah. So Instead of running from pain or hiding from pain or avoiding pain, yeah, face that pain, yes. speak the pain, and that you can release the pain. And also about that, I think a lot of people don't want to think of painful times because they're like, I'm over that. I don't want to have to revisit that. <laughs> yeah. um, but I do want to add that. I don't remember who told me this. I thought it was so wise. They said, you've already lived through it. So you've already encountered the most pain about that memory or 
pattern or whatever it was that you experienced already. And whether you realize it or not, it's still inside. um, If you haven't dealt with all that it brought up for you. So actually going back to revisit it is not going to be as scary and painful as our mind creates it to be, Mm. even though, yes, it can be, I mean, it's uncomfortable, but it's also like you said, like the key to more freedom. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was just thinking like, what, what, what is it about like the average, average person that just, I think it's that it's just whatever caused you grief or pain in your life. You're like, why would I want to spend time thinking about that? But if you can maybe like flip the script and reframe, like if I go back and I dig in a little bit to this, maybe it will help me put a puzzle together of maybe why I've perpetuated certain things in my life or why I keep running the same patterns with the same boyfriends or whatever it is Mm. The the clues to, because we create our own realities every day, every day with every decision we make, with every, all the self-talk. Yep. Yep. So the clues to unpacking your life and why you're where you are today is in those, it's in those painful moments and memories. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really beautiful. I think, uh, people are waking up right now and it's very exciting. It's very exciting. And politics and governments and medical field and pharmaceutical and all these things are not the truth. The truth is love. The truth is light, love and light. All everything else is just a shadow or a filter for us to see, am I standing in love and light? That's Mm -hmm. it. Everything's presented to us to say, where am I in relation to where I could be? Not what's this coming? No. Am I in more love and light? Can I be in more love and light than be in more love and light? Mm -hmm. And it's really that simple. It's where your attention goes, your energy flows. Yeah. So put your attention on love and light, on gratitude, on the pain, because the other thing is pain is your power. And your trauma is your treasure. And every single person, if you think of, we just got out of the Christmas season and Mm -hmm. the three magi, which is plural for mega, but the three magi bring their treasure to the King Jesus as a baby. Well, all of us have treasure. Hmm. Every single one of us. That's, we are all Kings, sovereign, sovereignly Kings, Mm -hmm. Um, not a gender thing, a position and authority thing. Mm-hmm. So our treasure that we can bring and gift and look at those Kings gave treasure to a baby. It's a humility in that. Hmm. So it's like my trauma, what I've gone through is my treasure to humbly bring to the world and help the world heal and the world become more beautiful. But if I don't face my trauma and I hold on to my treasure, yeah. that is an incredibly selfish thing. Even though I think I'm protecting myself, I'm yeah. actually hindering being seen and celebrated we're celebrated when we see each other's treasures. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. And it's not the gifts. It's not our ability to speak or how, how dynamic we are. It's about what's your story. Mm-hmm. Tell me the hero's journey you've gone on. Oh, and I let's love that. Celebrate it together. The hero's journey. Yeah. Cause everyone, 
has their own hero's journey in their own life and gets to be their own hero okay that's a really big deal too i read a quote the other day i really liked it It was like if you're not the main character of your story it's time to switch stories Mm. and that i that hit me because as a mother before we started any of this self-development path which has now really turned into a spiritual path um i remember feeling like the best of my years are now behind me and this is going to be all about the kids now so with that quote it was like which I was is not, not the main we... main character in that story true and it's not what we want to model for them no because what comes with that the resentment feeling like a martyr i do all yeah. this for you yeah. um living through your kids vicariously like uh, this might be something interesting for like whoever's listening is looking up conscious parenting that's been something that's really huge it's like as we raise the next generation yeah um you know not living vicariously through your kids an example of that is um well i never got piano lessons and i, I always wish i had so then they're going to do piano lessons and i didn't play i didn't do karate so they're yeah. going to do karate too and yeah. whatever it is to fulfill whatever we felt was lacking in us in our childhood and whatever it is like and a different thing yeah along with that is what i've had to overcome not Mm -hmm. in that type of i never got but i had to do this so you have to do this that's also a a lack of conscious parenting that's a great point like i had to finish all my food and this has been a big thing yeah it has yeah that's been a big thing because that's based in lack right but it's not it's the opposite of conscious parenting yes it's parenting through trauma versus being aware that they, if they're not hungry, they can speak for themselves. Right. And simply be. The conscious parenting thing really just gets <laughs> me like riled up because, <laughs> because truly like at these conferences and at these like workshops and the audience. And I mean, so much is just rooted back to inner child healing. Yeah. And so it's like, what is it like if we can create households that um, there isn't as much trauma there? And of course, we're never going to be perfect. And um, we have someone at our front door right now. Okay. <laughs> um, we're never going to be perfect. Our kids obviously will always have stuff to work through. But anyway, yeah, it's just conscious parenting just gets me like excited. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. And what a beautiful model to show our children too. Like a big thing is like, if I feel really emotional and I'm crying because I'm working through something like to be honest with our kids, I think honesty is huge at the human experience. Nothing, nothing, you know, like I'm fine. Really? You're gaslighting. Gaslighting. Yeah. And I realized how I had gas lit our kids before like, Oh, mommy's fine or whatever. Well, Mm. I'm not fine. I'm crying. And kids are so connected to God's source. They, and it's okay to cry. They're incredible. Yes. And And let me finish that. that. Yes. And it's okay to cry. And so I've really launched into, and I'm not an expert, obviously I'm just learning this and walking this path with all of you too. But, um, you know, mommies and daddies and adults are humans and that also you're like all humans cry sometimes and adults don't have it all figured out, but we are, we're able to, you know, work through things as they come up and everything's going to be just fine. And crying is totally okay. And our daughter, um, she came in, I wouldn't, I don't feel like I've been crying regularly, but there was like one time that comes to mind 
I don't know when I was working through something big, probably a few months back, that was probably the last time I cried. And she came in and she brought me this little drawing of a little girl and with brown hair. And I think that little girl was me and like tears mm. coming out. And she said, it's okay to cry. Cause I always say it's okay to cry, wow, which sweet. was learning from conscious parenting that's sweet. versus, Oh, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Cause crying's yeah. the release. It's the energy release yeah. or don't be seen crying or yeah. Yeah. All these, all these unhealthy narratives are being broken and we're breaking them. And that's why we share this podcast is to help other people break. It's like, I think once you find out what's possible or a different way to think, that's what raising consciousness and vibration is is like, Oh, there's something higher. Not, we all can look lower. Mm -hmm. That's easy, but what's higher, what's above, what's more, what's infinite, what's unconditional, what's eternal, what's for what is higher. Let's keep, let's keep going. Sorry, so, just looking at my daughter. Hold on. Our daughter. You can let her in, Sydney. Okay. Okay. Can you close the door? <laughs> Maybe you can cut this part out. <laughs> Together with, with raincoats. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, we can yeah. always do more and increase and I think it's beautiful. Something I feel like too. I, I think you're beautiful. Oh, thanks babe. Love you. Love you. Something I also feel like I'm becoming more aware of is if we're still discussing a little bit of conscious parenting is how I'm talking around the kids. So am I talking like with lack behind us, like behind the thought, am I talking I've been really, really like cracking down on like, there's no talking about other people Mm -hmm. um, because that's just not necessary. And I never want to create a sense of like, oh, are they talking about me behind my back? Like Mm -hmm. anyway, just constantly trying to create safety, safety, let your like, so they can feel free to let their guard down fully and just be authentically them because everything is natural to take care of, naturally taken care of. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I love you. And I'm glad you came back on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This is fun. We'll do, we'll do more. Our annual may turn into more frequent. I love that. Yeah. Can I plug my new? Little, yeah, absolutely. Yes. My new please little profile. Do. Yes. Okay. I just created a new little account on Instagram. It's called the heart space collective and you can find me there. Um, I named it that because dropping, like I said, I'm a huge analyzer dropping out of my head, going into my heart has been the biggest game changer for me Mm. being in that space. Um, and then collective because just the beauty and, um, abundance and just peace and all the, all the things that we can create when there's so many of us working together and being together in that, um, spot in that heart space. So anyway, find me there. Yeah. It's beautiful content. It's amazing. Thanks. Proud of you. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening and please, please, please. Just know that we love you. We are with you. We're sending you love and light wherever you are on this earth. Everything is going to be amazingly beautiful as you step into your sovereignty, continually heal that area that needs healing, bring in more love and light into your mind, your body, your heart, and listen more to your soul. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. And I'm Lauren Mack. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.
www.thepowerofpowerpodcast.com. <laughs>